Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hi there. Welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. We've had a number of fabulous guests that have talked about incredible things that they've done and changes they've made in their lives and choices they've made to support, to create and support those changes. Today, I want to talk about power to change. Like, where do you get power to change? Really? Like, where does it come from? Some people have an event happen in their lives. Some some thing happens. Very recently, in fact, just Saturday, uh, I'm recording this. You won't see this till April, but just a couple of days ago, in fact, yesterday, there was a big event with hundreds of people, maybe even a thousand. I, I saw a picture, and it was hard for me to tell how big the ballroom was, but it was at a hotel. I'm going to guess a thousand people. But the effect was a lot bigger than that. I suspect 10,000. And maybe 10 times that even. I don't know. But the reason I'm talking about it was called the ultimate experience. And it was put together by a team in India. This event was in Mumbai, in India. And it was the kind of event that has the potential to create huge change. So I said sometimes change uh, is sparked by an event. It might be an event in your life. This particular thing was an event that was held. But here's the interesting thing. Most events that are held, there's concerts, there are speeches, there are political rallies, there are marketing events. Like I'm going, I'm going in a few days to Los Angeles to speak at the Best You Expo. That's an event. It's held at the Los Angeles Convention Center, and the estimate is that there'll be 10,000 and perhaps 15,000 people over the three days that come to that event, and there's several places I'll be going to speak three times at that event. That is such an event, and it's called the Best You Expo because people come to hear uh, people talk about how to grow, how to do better, how to make more, how to make money, how to create business, how to change mindset and all that kind of stuff. And those that event, of course, is costs money to go to. The people that speak, like me, will be selling something to help, to help, like real life. It's the very best. I'm, I've got a product called Live Without Fear. And it's real and it's true. And I live with no fear because of things that have happened in my life and the work that I've done. So I don't, I'm not afraid of anything. And I don't, I mean it, physical things, spiritual things, dying, losing all my money, nothing creates any consternation for me whatsoever. And so people have asked about that. And so I created a course called Live Without Fear because in the world with the upheaval that there is now, it's like, oh, so many things to be afraid of, to be worried about from, you know, is my health going to be okay to 
will this presentation that I'm doing be effective or will this individual with whom I'm trying to cultivate a relationship work or will my relationship fall apart or am I going to get divorced or am I going to get run over by a truck or am I going to get sick or am I going to, you know, lose all my money and die under a bridge or, or you know, there's fears all ki- of kinds of things. And so living without fear puts you in an awesome, staggering, powerful place every single hour of every single day to create what you want from a place of certainty and confidence and capability. You might say, oh, that's impossible. You're smoking something. And the answer is you can believe that if you want. And believing that will get you nowhere and nothing. It will leave you right where you are today because you're stuck with the idea that you need to be afraid that things don't work out for you and that you can't make stuff happen. And if you stay stuck with that idea, it will stay true for you forever. So if you envision and entertain the idea even for a minute that living without fear or any other huge change is possible, I want you to think for a minute, what would you be like? What would you do? What would you feel like? How would life be for you if all your fear were gone all the time? Or if some other huge thing you think is impossible today. You know, one there was a time in my life when I was 100 pounds overweight. and The idea of being without all that weight, just I didn't think so. But I went to work, and I got determined, and I did it. I lost all the weight. I was in fantastic shape, and that was it. when I was 40. I was late 30s when that happened. It took me a year to do it. And uh, I got into spectacular aerobic shape and earned my black belt in martial arts and a whole bunch of cool stuff. But the idea of something impossible to get it done is energizing and powerful. And you think, oh, if I could just have that change, if I could just get out of this broke situation when I don't have enough money, if I could just figure out how to make some cash, if I could just get past this health challenge. Well, where do we get this power to change? Now, back to this event in India, it was put together, unlike all those other events, with no one making any money. Zero. So there's a thousand people in a room. They all paid, I think, $500 each to get there. No one is selling anything. And there is no aftermarket follow-up, no collection of emails to get on some list to market to later. Because that wasn't the purpose of the event. The purpose of the event was to address and help people consider their own power. Who are you being in the world? Who are you being every minute, every hour, every second of the day? Well, here's a good question. So let's go back to the idea of power to change. If there's some huge change you want, where does the power come from? Well, I'll tell you very simply. It comes from who you are being. Now, being is a verb. I'm being nice. I'm being angry. I'm being diligent. I'm being dedicated. I'm being whatever, right? So in that sense, being, I'm not talking about the being itself. I'm talking about who you are being. So let's say in a relationship, I'm being... Um, accommodating to my partner. I'm, I'm being selfish. I'm being unselfish. I'm being loving. I'm being totally truthful. I am being honesty. I am being my word. Every word I speak is truth. 
I am being a liar. Everything I speak is shaded so that I get the advantage I want or think I want. Who are you being? That's the foundation of every change. So if you want to figure out how to get power to change, the first thing is to address who are you being in your whole life, but that's kind of big, so let's narrow it to with respect to this one change you want. Now, the truth is the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So if you can nail to the, to the ground the way you need to be to accomplish this one change, especially if it's big and hard, it will infect in a positive way every single piece of your life. So let me give you an example back to the weight loss. The first principle of changing is inspecting your desire. How bad do you want it? Most people believe and act as if the first principle is, I don't know how to do that. How do I do it? <clears throat> Implicit in that question is, I want some easy, quick, foolproof way that if I, if I just do this, this, and this, and this, boom, that thing will be. The, the weight management and health industry is an awesome example. Trillions of dollars are spent between doctor visits, between gym memberships, weight loss supplements, surgeries, on and on and on, because here's the true desire. I want to lose weight, but what I want is I want a foolproof method which doesn't require me to do much to really change who I'm being. So the first principle is to actually inspect your desire instead of asking, how do I do this thing? It's the same when, I, when people come to me for coaching and they want to make money in their business. Okay, who are you being? Are you being someone that chases every bright, shiny object? Are you buying the latest tool, technique, and trick? Are you buying... This thing, hoping that, yeah, without too much effort, it will, you know, foolproof, walk you through some steps, funnels, email sequences, direct DM marketing, whatever it is. Suddenly, there's going to be a series of steps. I just do this and boom, my video's at the top of YouTube and I get a million followers and therefore I get business and therefore, therefore. The how-to steps won't work. Unless you change who you're being. You can get mad at me for saying that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the how-to steps. Because when people tell how to do stuff, I believe that for the most part, they're telling the truth. They're telling you what they did and how to do something. What they can't tell you, it's not that they're not. What they can't tell you is who they are being. Confident, capable, diligent, dedicated, focused, consistent, without fail, trying again even when things fall down. Those things are a way of being. They're not a set of steps. And so the first thing you look at is how big is you, your desire? How bad do you want this thing? Well, only you can answer that question because when, when the desire gets big enough, how to do it shows up everywhere. Seriously, think about it. When you want something bad enough to do anything for, a typical example is think of a drowning person 
grasping and gasping for air, reaching anything, grab, grab, whatever. Uh, uh. When you want something that bad, how to do it's going to show up. I promise how to do it will show up. And here's why. It's not a mystery. When you want something that bad and the first thing you grab doesn't work, you grab another and another and another and another and another. And you keep going until something starts to work. And then you stay consistent with that until it works and you get what you want. If you wanted to change your health that bad, you could, no doubt. And I know that because I did that. I wanted, I, at the time in my late 30s, which is 30 years ago now, because I'm 67 now, when I wanted that that badly in my life, then uh, the method that I chose wasn't magic. Uh, I wanted it badly because I had young kids then. And I did not want to be the dad who was out of shape and couldn't go play ball and run outside and sporting events. And I didn't want to be that guy. I I just, I wasn't going to do it. And I wanted that so bad that I followed through. Now, the follow through is I joined a local martial arts studio that was close to the house because for me, that distance matters. If it's too long, 20 minutes to get there, I don't go. If it's only 5 or 10, then I do. So I joined it. The kids joined. We all went. I loved martial arts all my life. I'd done it off and on since I was a teenager. And I had earned several belts through the years. And I stuck with this one all the way for years until I earned a black belt. And then more years and earned a second degree black belt. And in the meantime, I got skinny. I got in shape. I got powerful. And I was absolutely earned blood, sweat, and tears, those belts. And I, in one one place I went, after we moved away from that place to another, I, I was feared. I, you know, here I am 40 years old, and I could take out aerobically uh, 20-year-olds, two of them, three of them in a row, because I, n- I just never got tired. Well, there's no magic in me. It was because I wanted that so bad, I was going to do it no matter what. So if you want something and you want power to change, the first thing you do is inspect your desire. How bad do you want this? Because when you want it bad enough, how to do it shows up. That's a promise. Every time, all the time. You might need to Google stuff. You might need to get help. You might need to hire a coach. You might need to try a bunch of different things. And believe me, I had lost weight up and down during the years as I gained weight and got fatter. And then I lost some and gained it again and up and down. And finally, I put my foot down, my fist down, whatever. I guess martial arts fist makes sense, right? And that desire became paramount. I'm doing this no matter what. So that's principle number one. Check your desire, and when your desire is that bad, you'll be able to do it. The second, excuse me, the second principle is what I call planning versus thinking about it. Now, what that means is really simple. If you say, well, I need to paint the bedrooms uh, in your house, or I need to clean the garage, or anything, well, I'll do it this weekend. But you don't really plan when and exactly how and what you're going to trade away because everybody's busy. Like, you're, you're packed. Your schedule's packed. So's mine. So's everybody. And then there's way too many things, and maybe they're all good things. Way too many good things you could do that fill up your schedule five times, right? 
if you if you have something that's important and you want it as badly as we just talked about, then you you clear out your schedule. You clear it out. You you say no to a bunch of stuff. You block off Saturday morning from eight to two in the afternoon and say those six hours. No to everything else. I'm cleaning the garage or I'm painting the rooms. Why? Because I said so. I mean, I decided. So that is a real plan. Most of the time, people just think about it and they expect to fit stuff in in the cracks. So, for example, I know someone who built an MLM business. In fact, this individual has built several MLM businesses successfully. And I... I haven't known him during all of the successes, but I knew about some of them, and I was with him during the building of one. And for years, he was a client. I was his coach. And the effort that he put in it planned every day, this many hours, this many contacts, this many meetings, this many things, and he built a big downline that was successful and made good cash, big cash, and built a very successful downline. Why? Because the plan was there. I'm going to do this, and here's the hours, and it's blocked on my calendar, and make the phone calls, and here's the meeting. So a principle number two is do you plan, or are you just thinking about it? Now let's get more specific, because if you plan, then you put stuff in your calendar. Most people do not use their calendar effectively. I'll give you an example. They just put things, uh, appointments in the calendar. Well, I have to go see the doctor here, or I have this meeting or that meeting. I found that a far more effective use, when you're trying to change something in your life, you really want it, is to put everything in your calendar. I put every single thing I'm doing in my calendar, except uh, the sleeping. And you you know the only reason I don't do that? is because sleeping goes across midnight. I go to bed at 10 and get up at about 5 or 5.30. And that goes across midnight, and so I just leave that out because I don't like appointments that do that like every night. So the only thing not in my calendar is sleeping, and my the time I go to bed is in there, and the time I get up is in there, and the assumption is everything between is sleep. But every single thing else that I do, so for example, when I get up, I have a morning routine. It's two and a half hours. It's booked in my calendar. I have a very particular set of things that I do, and I've talked about that in other podcasts, and if you want to know, reach out and I'll tell you what it is and why it lasts so long. It is a self-creation process, and it is essential for me to do first so that the rest of my day is powerful. And that's a plan. So I have a goal this year, a commitment. It's not a goal. It's a bulletproof commitment to help 50 million people to discover and serve with their divine gifts. Now, if you're not following me on Facebook, please do. Every single day on Facebook, five different places, in the ultimate life transformation experience, in my page tightrope of depression, my page personal achievement coach, my personal profile, and one other, I do the, I, I broadcast to all those places and YouTube and LinkedIn about a road, my road to 50 million. So it's not just an idle thing. Well, I'm out 50 million people, blah, 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 blah. No, this is, this, I'm doing it. 
And one of the ways is I do this 15 to 20 minute live every single day about what's happening on the road to 50 million. And in every one of those, I invite people to help me and I invite people to get help if I can help them. So that is a plan. Now, my morning preparation plan is to remind myself of all the things I have to do. I use the acronym SPEM, spiritual, physical, emotional, mental, and I handle preparation of my life every day. Now, it doesn't have to take two and a half hours. It can take 45 minutes, and that's one of the things I teach clients to do because it's magic. So you look, you know, we talked earlier, you look for tools that really work. Well, this morning creation process is bulletproof, infallible. It works, period, every time, only when you do it every day. But it prepares you for the rest of your day so that the rest of your day is more productive, faster. You get more done. You do it better, and you feel better, and you're happy. Gee, what a terrible thing to be happy, powerful, focused, collected, and knowing exactly what you're doing the rest of your day. How much more would you get done? How much happier would you be? How much more fun would you have if you were on your game? You know, when you have days that are like, woohoo, I'm on. What if you were like that every day? You think that's impossible? It's not. It's possible. It's available. And that's why I teach that, because that morning preparation makes you invincible for the day. It doesn't mean bad stuff doesn't happen. Of course, that happens to everybody. But what it means is you're invincible. You can recover from that. You can get back on and you do things better, faster, more focused. You recover more quickly. And imagine every day like one of those great days. Anyway, so that's the purpose of morning preparation. And then everything that I have to do during the day, even lunch, even if Joy, my wife and I, my angel, my beautiful, glorious angel, and I are going for a drive or whatever, they're all on there. And you know what? The stuff changes all the time, gets interrupted. Stuff takes longer than I'm thinking, just like yours. I have all that. So I just move blocks around and I keep track of it. And if something ends up getting pushed, I'll move it to a different day. Or I'll explicitly say, <clears throat> I have chosen no longer to do that thing. But that rarely happens. Because the only things that are in my calendar are stuff I want to do anyway. So making these podcasts, doing my Road to 50 Million broadcasts, uh, doing my LA talk radio show, you know, all of these kinds of things are on there because I want them. I, I yearn for them. That's who I am, period. So planning versus thinking about it is powerful principle number two. Now, number three and the last one is what happens during the day when you're doing things because nothing ever goes as planned. So I have two little phrases that I use. One is execute, evaluate, adjust. Execute, evaluate, adjust. That means do stuff, did it work, what else can I do? Now think about the drowning person. I grabbed that, it didn't work, adjust. What else can I grab? It's that simple. I did this thing over here, it worked or it didn't, should I make an adjustment? So execute, evaluate, adjust. But if you think about it in terms of the plan that you have and the goal that you want, remember this whole episode is talking about creating the power to change. If you evaluate what you're trying every time, did it work? Is it working? Does it feel right? You know, and then do I need to make a change? A mistake people often make is quitting too soon, especially when they're doing marketing. Well, I sent out an email and the world didn't do a dance, so it must not work. 
I put one Facebook post up. You know what? I've put 110 Road to 50 Million videos up in a row, every single day not missing one. And now after 110 days, I'm barely starting to see some motion, some things. Because why? Because the Internet's full. There's lots of people doing stuff. So it took me 110 days. That's nearly four months of solid, absolute, bulletproof dedication before I can even evaluate, execute, 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 execute. I knew it would take a while, so I was prepared to do that. And so I'm not adjusting. Actually, I did adjust. Uh, what I've discovered is uh, I cycle videos, so I run them, I repeat them three times now. And that seems to be uh, give people the opportunity to see them a little more because they're live longer. And so there's an adjustment that I made. So execute, evaluate, adjust. Now there's one final piece of that, and that's another funny thing. It's called ready, fire, steer. So often, I want to change, I want to do this, I want to make money, I want to create this, I want to lose weight, I want to get in shape, I want to fix this relationship, I want to be more spiritual, I want to know how to meditate, I want to do whatever, but I'm not ready, I'm not ready, it's not the right time. Oh, for crying out loud, do it already. We go ready, aim, 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 and then we aim forever and nothing ever happens. The answer isn't that. The answer is ready, fire, steer. Get ready, like half ready, a third ready, two-thirds ready. Do it, do it, do it, and then steer. It's like jump, you know, fire a bullet, jump on the bullet and steer. Get ready to go. The world moves fast. Things sometimes feel crazy. That's okay. This is your life. Grab the control. Make the choices you need to make so you can change your life. Now, you might be living a life that's exactly like you want right now. And if you are, I'd love to hear from you because I'd like to put you on one of my podcasts or shows. Because I want to give people like you, if you're living exactly the life you want, the opportunity to share your message and help others. If you're not, and that's most folks, then I'm inviting you to change. I'm inviting you, if I can help you, to get a hold of me. And if I'm the wrong person or have the wrong message, then find the one that's right for you. But grab the controls of your life and move. Otherwise, life goes by, nothing happens, and you live stuck in mediocrity. And You're more important than that. You're better than that. You're worth more than that. You're infinitely powerful. You're capable, and you have every right to create your ultimate life, which is what we're talking about, your ultimate life life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create by serving with your divine gifts. This is where you get power to change. Three principles. Check your desire. Don't worry about how. When your want to is big enough, how to shows up. Make a plan. Use your calendar effectively. And that idea, well, that's nonsense. And the third one is execute, evaluate, adjust, and ready, fire, steer. That constitutes principle number three. If you do these things, I promise you can have power and create results on your way to creating and living your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time around. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is your ultimate life. 
with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet on the